Hey, Kev. Yep. You ever been to the top of Rumpke Mountain? It's where I was conceived, my friend. Well, we're going back. Back to where <laughs> it all began. We're getting in the motherfucking trash playlist. Let's go. Are you ready, Zoe? I'm ready. Let's get trash. Hey, little lady, don't you say maybe you and I can leave right now. now. Let's get naked, shake your money maker. Baby, I'm going to show you how to. It's as easy as one, two, three. I'll touch you if you touch me. Let me take you back to my stabbing cabin. Pay the max, roll with the action. Pornographic passion. Alright, guys, we're doing the trash playlist. Um, this might be seen as a redemption playlist, uh, mostly from my wife, Zoe. Uh, last year, she felt. Um, wronged by the trash playlist in many ways so welcome back zoe and thanks for coming on for this playlist thank you thank you for having me to redeem this playlist that just didn't went so wrong last time we'll get into that in a second how you doing kev i'm doing great i'm doing great um i spent far more money than i wanted to in one day today so you know feeling great (laughs) yeah that's the most white trash thing you could do spend money you ain't got that's right. That's right. Man. I was, I was getting, getting in the spirit. <laughs> yeah, we just went and bought stuff from vintage stores, and I'm feeling very trashy today. I bought a, a Sturgis tank top. I wish I would have worn yeah. that, but I feel I'm, like my, my my shirt's not trashy enough. It's just the same shit I wear every day. Yeah, go skins, bro. Let's get skins. I'm not going skins. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So yeah, this is the uh, the second trash playlist. Um, I guess. Trash can be interpreted in many different ways. You can look yes. at it as like trash or trashy. Um, I think we've kind of enjoyed it because we looked at it as our like Kid Rock, Kesha kind of playlist. But when it's open to interpretation, there can be uh, tensions and frustrations. So Zoe, why don't you tell us what your frustrations were about last year's playlist? Just I wanted a playlist that I could feel like I was like in a trailer park when I was listening to it, like. I could be in a kiddie pool, sitting on the back of a trailer, or maybe like on a pontoon boat or something, like just being trashy, drinking some beer, smoking some menthols. And I feel like everyone interpreted it as like their guilty pleasures list. It's just, it, it didn't hit the mark for me. Yeah. I mean, that's why we did guilty pleasures this year to kind of get it out of the way. I think if we were to do it all again, we'd name it the trashy playlist. That seems like a very easy um, cleanup. But. Uh, we didn't put it out on Instagram this week, which is my bad. But uh, we Sorry. do have some audience submissions. Uh, but before we get into those, Kev, how would you feel about this playlist? Um, so I actually interpreted it even a different way. All my songs are still trashy. Don't get it wrong. But I picked just trash songs, just bad songs. <laughs> um, I, I this is this is my butt rock playlist um, because to me, butt rock is a sin against humanity. Um, and it should be in a garbage can. Just take it straight to the trash store. Um, but it is still there. They are still trashy songs. A lot of them are takedown songs. A lot like yours are, Dill. And uh, but yeah, I, I wanted. I this was me venting some frustrations about butt rock because for some reason it's making a comeback on TikTok. And I see so many butt rock channels. Butt rock, butt rock, like um, apologists. Um, people kind of like Ben who were like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." It was like, guys, you. That's you either forget or time enough time has gone past where like you just 
don't remember how bad it was and how prevalent it was. Looking back, or, or it's or yeah. it's kids that were born in like the two thousands that like are just now discovering butt rock, and it's like, ooh, this is cool. Like this is a relic of a time past. Like you know, it's it's not good. <laughs> There's a reason it's a relic of. I think my it's favorite. It's only been twenty years. I think my favorite comeback is the like acoustic covers for like radio stations of butt rock, where it's like clearly not meant for that setting but people are still singing like that's my my favorite comeback it's made of like those old videos just because they're so horrible yeah anytime it's a compilation of people poorly singing these songs then i can get into it because it's comedy but these are have have made a lot of money all your picks are like hundreds of millions of listens on spotify and probably made hundreds of millions of dollars and my picks are more it kind of combines both of your guys's like kind of white trash trashy and then there's some that are just bad and they're just like super sexy for no reason <laughs> super hypersexual so um <laughs> that's that was kind of where i was at with mine um zoe let's talk about your picks real quick before we get into the audience submissions we're, i thought we were like do doing mean, i thought we, we were doing like round circle as normal like like everyone shares one where we, that... we're going to here in a second i was just getting your mindset before we oh. i guess we already did didn't we yeah okay all right whatever we'll get into <laughs> audience submissions um did louis send an email did you see kev yeah i yeah I, I got it right here if you want me to read it yeah let's do louis all right uh louis email is titled trashed and scattered who almost forgot to send this email before uh the long weekend a playlist dedicated to trash. Oscar would be proud of this one, especially this Hinder track. Uh, my submission, the, the, the Hinder track. My submission is a little ditty called White Trash Millionaire by Blackstone Cherry. I hate to add them to a list like this, but the song is appropriate. As a wise man once said, one man's trash is just another man's ungarbage. Uh, signed, Lord of Trash. Yeah, you almost forget that's his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, like a little raccoon? No, there's a story behind it. I guess, I don't know. I don't know the full story, but all I know is he woke up on a pile of trash one day in college, and he's been the Lord of Trash ever since. Oh. I think that's the gist of the story. Yeah, when when we become really famous podcasters, we'll have a, a Lord of Trash, and we'll put Louie's head on a raccoon just sitting on a pile of trash. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good pick. Uh, ben Carter says, I'm going to just leave this here. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred is the sexiest garbage imaginable and you're welcome i fucking hate this song yeah <laughs> this song reminds me of like on shrek 2 there was like a karaoke sing-along portion and like prince charming from shrek 2 like sang to this and like simon cowell from american idol like judged him that that's all that's all i can think about when i hear this song is like is just that segment of like the the extras dvd on shrek 2 I don't know if I well have I seen Shrek two? It's been a while. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I, it, this song's it's it's trashy. I mean, it's it's the classic trashy song. Um, yeah, it it sucks. And uh, he signed right his in. email. I, he signed his email. I'm too trashy for or I'm too sexy for this playlist. So he's he's too sexy for this email. Benji oh, Columbus, email. Ohio. Isn't there like a line where he's talking about how he's like a martyr for being sexy in the song? Yeah, something like that. An awful. It's an awful song. I listened through it once, and I was like, "Okay, that's enough." (laughs) I've heard it so many times, I didn't even need to. It's just, it sucks. I'm gonna say that a lot today. Yeah, at least like we can get that one out of the way. That's Euro trash. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. A little bit different trash. Um, who wants to go first? Want to just go in the order it's on the the notes? Seems to work well for us. Typically. Okay, <laughs> that's where we don't get jammed up. Uh, so yeah, my exactly. fir- my first pick is Pontoon Boat by Pontoon Boat by Sonny Ledford. And uh, Sonny Ledford is just Kid Rock without all the notoriety. He's maybe a little more country. I, it doesn't. It's semantics really but the song's about pontoon boats and like just having a white trash summer and who doesn't love that it's just like enjoying the simple things and hating all the the hoity-toity shit and um there's a there's two lines that really stick out uh one about he don't watch nascar anymore it ain't been the same since senior died um and then he likes the way his his mesh swim trucks hold his balls Um, (laughs) yeah both are just so random but uh it, it makes the song really uh really fun and i this song's been out for 15 years and i feel like it's still it could have came out yesterday yeah 100 percent. it's uh it feels like a holdover from country week this is definitely more country than kid rock i mean kid rock wants to be like bad boy country but he's not he's just a douchebag <laughs> so um but yeah, it didn't take long to see you were horny as fuck this week, Phil. You know, all your all your all your songs are takedown songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, there's nothing more trashy than getting laid on a pontoon boat in a little alcove. So um, yeah, and I can't tell if this song is a joke or not, um, and that's okay because I like to think of it like as a joke song. I get into this a little bit later with a lot of my picks, like especially all my picks. Like if they just took themselves a little less seriously, they would be good songs. But um, yeah, I think this this kind of hits the nail on the head of what I'd like in, in in stupid shitty songs where it just doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, any song any song where you talk about a, the mesh in a bathing suit holding your balls just right and it makes you remember a better time, <laughs> that's that's funny. Like that's good. Like it's it, it, the song can suck, but I'll still like it. So I like the part where they say they're gonna go wakeboarding. They don't have a fancy jacket, just one of those like red like life preserver things. I just imagine like a real <laughs> redneck summer just of. That seems just real unsafe and getting and a fun. really weird like suntan from your oh yeah like just the one that goes around your neck and like clips around your waist like a child yeah yeah he's a simple man yeah simple you pleasures don't, he don't listen to that Jack Johnson racket <laughs> yeah that's right oh that's why I remember that now like I I figured that's why you picked the song so we could talk about Jack Johnson again <laughs> he wouldn't make the trash playlist no no he's not good or bad enough. <laughs> We should do like a, a perfectly mid playlist. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just songs that make me feel nothing. <laughs> the most inoffensive songs <laughs> in the world. Yeah. What you got songs, for your first songs, pick? Um, <laughs> Lips of an Angel by Hinder. This was a snap pick for me. I've been waiting to put this song on a playlist for a long time now. Um, this is, a, this is a, a little running joke back to Dollar Beer Night days. Um, I don't know if we told the story on air, but... I know we've told it on this this show before where our, our friend Zach, um, he told us a story where he serenaded a girl outside of a middle school basketball game, I think, with this song oh, on his no. acoustic guitar. And it was we all just died laughing because, one, we hadn't heard the song in a long time. So we put it on. And it was like, this song fucking kicks ass. <laughs> but it doesn't. It objectively sucks. Um, it's soft as fuck. And it's really bad in almost every way. Like the fake gravel uh, in the lead singer's voice. It's really it's, good it, to hear your voice. 
saying my name it sounds so sweet it's so bad dude um but um i i, I all of these singers in all of my bands i, I affectionately call them fody better where everybody wanted to sound like Eddie Vedder. They they wanted a deep, sexy, like gravelly Pearl Jam feel, and they all just sound dumb because of it. Um, it just imagine being labeled a dorky Pearl Jam. Like I can't imagine a much worse, That's <laughs> much worse. About insult. the worst thing you can call somebody. Um, but that being said, the chorus is really fun to sing. Um, it's the perfect dive bar karaoke song. Uh, you're all if you do this at any dive bar you're a hundred percent getting laid slash getting head in the bathroom. It's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe both. Yeah, probably both. <laughs> what do you think so? I think all your picks this week are just like sad dad music. <laughs> like I can just imagine like just going through divorce guy smoking a cigarette in his truck, just like driving down the road, just having like a bad day. Yeah. Maybe he's gone and picked up like a six pack from the gas station. Isn't waiting actually to get home. He's just cracking it open in his truck, just driving like, He's not having a good time and just jamming to all these songs. Yep. Uh, I I looked at a lot of your songs fondly. Maybe not the last two, but at least the first three. I was like, I was in seventh grade when all these songs came out. So, like, that's when you didn't really know good from bad. And so it was like rock music. And I had so much fun with this Hender, the first Hender album. I looked and I remembered all those songs word for word. This one was probably the one I remember the most, but there was another one called like Room 27, which is another like take you down song. And it's wildly inappropriate, just like my my Nickelback song coming up. But yeah, 2005 was just like the, the pinnacle of butt rock. And I thought back then like, oh, these guys rock. And it's so funny to look at it through the lens of a 29 year old compared to when I was 13. And it, I don't know. I it's such a funny song, and I it's always attached to that memory of Zach telling that story for the yeah. first time because we were like just airing out all our embarrassing stories. And the best part of the story was he finished the song, and she, I think she listened all the way through and just walked away. And yeah, I don't, I don't remember the end, but if that's if that's the end, that's fucking awesome. Just pouring your heart out, and someone takes the time to listen all the way through and just walks away. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's what, gotta... what is the correct answer to someone singing that ballad to you? There's no right answer. I feel like walking away is the only answer. But I feel like throwing the guitar aside and fucking sucking them off right there. <laughs> Aren't <laughs> they like in middle school though? Like, cause, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just handy then. Yeah, okay. over the pants. <laughs> over the pants, squeeze room. <laughs> OTPHJ baby. Yeah. <laughs> That reminds me of a TikTok I just saw that said the top five cities to get an OP, OTP HJ. And they're like all these places with with rest stops. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, That's my favorite acronym of all time, the OTP HJ. I feel like that is just the embodiment of what I wanted this playlist to be and be like the top five yeah. cities of where you can get that. Yeah, the, the top 15 songs you can get an OTP HJ too. Yeah. the top 15 glory holes and gas stations like that yeah. that's what i wanted from this playlist so badly that's what we'll call it next year glory holes and gas stations <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> no. what you got for your first pick though uh my first pick is wrong way by sublime and i feel like i could have put pretty much any sublime song on this playlist and it would have fit quite well just from like the album art of like the fresh just like letters like 2000s just like fresh sublime tattoo on that guy's back to just there's just so much in the song that's 
trashy, whether it's him saying uh, that he's just like an abusive dad and basically how he's going to try to like take her away. So it seems like it could be romantic, but it's just in the most garbage, disgusting, like him taking her home and having sex with her kind of way. And unfortunately, this song is one that like I've I've known for way too long. This was on like my pod, like my iPod when I was in sixth grade. And that's unfortunately how most of these songs have come about. And it's just one that I never understood how completely raunchy and inappropriate it was until I was an adult. But hey, it's still a good song. It's like a really sad song, too. It is. Disguised by, like, trash ska. So when I first saw this song on the list, I got pretty angry because I'm a Sublime apologist. Like, I, I Sublime was my favorite band for a long, long, long time. Um, and I still defend them to the death, even to this day, even though I know they're they're kind of not great. Um, but then I, I, list, I remember I listened to the song. I remembered what it was about. And then I calmed down a little bit because it is super trashy. I mean, it's it's Bradley was trying to do the right thing and taking this 14-year-old prostitute away from their seven horny brothers and her drunk-ass dad. But... All I could do was stare at her tits. It's the wrong way. So um, I put this on here in like the best way possible. Like this wasn't an insult yeah, yeah, yeah. to Sublime. I was like, no, this just this is a jam. It's a white trash song. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's dis- it's a disgusting song. I mean, it's it, you could have put a date rape on here. Date rape is just as disgusting. Um, but it's funny. It's got a it's got a humorous element to it. I think this again. This was a good pick because I don't think Sublime took itself very seriously. No. Um, like they always wrote like stupid songs about like getting high or drinking forties or you know a, a guy getting raped in jail because he raped a woman. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it, it, Butt Rock really could have used taken the best of a Sublime and you know don't take yourself too seriously. Write dumb songs about dumb shit and people will like you. Yeah, I I I looked up the lyrics. And I was like, oh, my God, this song is so sad. But I'd always heard the song, and I just remember, like, it's the wrong way. Like, it's just, it's, without the context of the lyrics, you just think it's, like, some goofy song about doing the wrong thing. Like, it could probably just as easily have been, like, uh, what was the song you picked for Guilty Pleasures? Yeah, I that- almost put it that Oh, go ahead. I almost, yeah, no, I almost put another lit song on here. I could have put the one with Pamela Anderson in the video. Yeah, easily. But the, miserable, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my mind, this song was very similar to a lit song until you look up the yeah. lyrics and you're like, oh, this actually is like a a really good story about, not a good story, but a, a good... It's a story. A, well, a well-told story, yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's something to be said about that. Um, so my second pick, speaking of... I, that That's a bad transition. Not speaking of anything, this is an awful song. Get Naked. <laughs> By Methods of Mayhem, featuring Fred Durst, George Clinton, and Lil' Kim. The most wild arrangement of artists you've ever heard together, um, led by Tommy Lee. I forgot that Tommy Lee had actually left um, the band at some point and made this, like... Did, did you forget what band he was in? Yeah. <laughs> it's slipping my mind. I'm all over it's the Motley place. It's Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah. Um, he left Motley Crue, like, in the late 90s. And made this like trashy Limp Biscuit, a fake Limp Biscuit band, and uh, it's a reminder for me personally because I saw a TikTok or I saw a tweet or something. And it was like, "What's the worst song you've ever heard?" And I'll go first. And they just posted this, and I was like, "Oh God, this is so bad." And I've been holding on to it for a while. Tommy Lee, horrible rapper, 
All these people couldn't save this song. Lil' Kim comes in just being so inappropriate. It's That's awesome. her stick, though. Do what? That's her stick. Yeah, and she's been doing it for a long time. And then George Clinton coming out of nowhere. Like, all of it is just so, it's so stupid for, like, a probably the most inappropriate song we have on this playlist. Um, and the music video isn't much better. But it's just fun to see Tommy Lee around the time that the Tommy and Pam documentary, or the movie that, or, yeah, the miniseries. Yeah. Around all that time. Um, it's just kind of weird that he was making this kind of music around that time. And uh, I don't know. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. I hate how many ahead, times Zoe. I hate how many times we've listened to this song in the car, just driving around. And this song is all over the place. Whether it's like everyone comes in and it's like a different portion of the song. There's the weird part with like bow wow wow yippee yo. Like I don't understand what that part of the song is. There's just it's a hot mess and it is super trashy. But if you could never play it in the car again, that would be awesome. I also did think that this was a Limp Bizkit song just from the album art. I hundred percent that that that's who this was. He's in it. Yeah. I mean, you guys are stronger than me. I don't think I ever made it through this song full. <laughs> I fucking hate this song so much, dude. It might be the worst song I've ever heard. And that's saying something. Um, well, it lived up yeah, to the I mean, tweet then. What was the tweet? The tweet was, what's the worst song you've ever heard? Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll okay. go first. yeah, I got you. You were so excited um, to show me this. You're like, Zoe, you got to hear this song. <laughs> this song fucking blows, dude. In every way possible, it blows. Um I think I said in our group chat, this listening to the song gave me hepatitis via, via <laughs> from Tommy via Pam. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it, fucking to this song will almost certainly lead to some sort of venereal disease slash birth defect. Should you get pregnant while, while having sex to this song? Um, there's nothing redeemable about it. Um, other than it perfectly fits this playlist. Um, it sounds like it, it, the, even the audio quality. It sounds like it was ripped from a PlayStation One game, like on one of those super edgy, like like super edgy, like extreme sports games that were coming out on the the PS One like yeah. every other week. Like this is sounds like like it sounds like it's coming from a tube TV on a PlayStation One, and not like a professional recording studio. It's fucking sucks, dude. This song is miserable in every way. <laughs> Again, other than it is perfect for this playlist. And weirdly timely, because Tommy Lee's coming back around as, like, being very popular with all of the things coming out about him. With, like, his movie with like, Pam and Tommy and then the Motley Crue movie. I feel like he has, like, regained a lot of popularity recently. He did not come out looking good in that time. Oh, I'm not bit. saying that he came out looking good, but I'm saying that, like, as he's got a lot of things made about him recently. And nothing mentions Method of Mayhem. Such no. a, such Shocking. Such such a weird coincidence. Yeah. Are we ready to move on? All right. Uh, number two by me is Cold by Crossfade. Um, and I ironically used to really like this song. Like when it got radio play, I would listen to it. I mean, it came out when I was in my senior year of high school. Um, the guitar kind of rips and the drums are just cool enough with a little bit of double bass thrown in there. Um, but the you sent me the video of them doing the acoustic version of this song and it was terrible dude it's it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen um and it's this watching them do that is the crux of why butt rock sucks again i've talked about it already uh but butt rock needs to be goofy like every single butt rock band took themselves way too seriously um 
But if this was a joke, like I would listen to it all day. Like if they if they threw in some jokey lyrics, or I knew they weren't taking themselves too seriously. But this just smells too much like Axe body spray for me to enjoy. <laughs> what do you think, Zoe? I don't, I don't have a ton to say about this one, honestly. Um, I remember it playing on the radio, and it just I don't know. It was it's kind of not a great song. That's that's pretty much all I have. I don't have a ton with this one. I don't remember much about Crossfade besides this song and So yeah. Far Away, which So Far Away might actually be a decent song. I've convinced myself of that at least. But it was like that year, 2004, 2005, and this was your last pick and this pick were both like songs that I really rocked to in seventh grade. And I never meant to be so cold. Were you just a depressed dad in seventh grade? Like Emotions were high. You go through a breakup <laughs> and then... You know, you gotta you gotta rip out the the butt rock, but back then that's all we had, and yeah. I I like this song I think because it's not too tough guy. It's just like kind of an emo song packaged as a butt rock song, and this one kind of reminds me of like the load and reload that we were talking about last week. Except it's just not as good. Like you know, yeah. these guys aren't good at their instruments. The guy is like <clears throat> barely holding on as a singer, and. It's just crazy that these songs were so popular. But, you know, Metallica kind of paved the way, like we talked about last week. And it sounds so similar to some of those load songs we had to listen to mm-hmm. last week. So, mm-hmm. yeah. These don't remind me of going to, like, like not that I've done this because I was a child when this was happening, but, like, the, the dad garage bands. Like, this would, like, be a really sweet cover for them, like, singing, like, at the bar with some sort of stupid, 100%. like, like I don't know. I can't even think of like a good pun off this name, but they'd have some like shitty pun off this name, and it's just like it's like your mayor and someone else, like all the the sad dads of the town. I I don't know if you've seen the resurgence of this song on on TikTok, but it feels like it's got a second wind as well. I haven't, but that makes me sad. <laughs> Every time I see one, now I'll send it to you. Yeah, thanks. Can't wait. What you got for your second pick, Zoe? Uh, my second pick is "Fever for the Flavor" by Hot Action Cop. This song is just absolute garbage from, I think the lyric is, uh, can I get a little something finger sticky sticky? I don't fucking know. It's talking about smoking weed and fingering girls and it is just everything about it. It's just absolute trash and horrible and it's a, I really like this song. I would listen to this song all the time anyways. So It reeks of American Pie. Like that yeah. era. Oh yeah. I was doing a little digging about hot action cop because i don't know anything about them um their front man once dated a girl who dumped him for an nypd officer this guy had a classic mullet so he took solace and poked some fun naming uh naming the guy hot action cop or they named their band hot action cop because of that because he got left by a girl for an nypd officer i only know this song from them this is the only song i could be like yeah them it it reminds me it it feels like a like a a punkier Limp Biscuit, like these guys maybe were skaters instead of hanging out with Limp Biscuit. I feel like this could have been like a Limp Biscuit Venn diagram. Like this whole playlist it was like a circle. Limp Biscuit is the middle, and it's like which which portion of Limp Biscuit does this sound like? Yeah, I mean Limp Biscuit Kid Rock. That that's a, that's that's what this. If we had an award for this playlist, it would be called the kid biscuit award <laughs> yeah how kid biscuit is it that, that, yeah. that could be our dad garage band kid biscuit mm. Ooh, 
Or how about Limp Rock? <laughs> I almost like that one more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, no, I actually really like this song. I'm not gonna lie. And this is exact again, it's what I'm talking about. It's 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 just fucking raunchy for the sake of being raunchy and goofy for the sake of being goofy. Um and it knows exactly what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything other than that. Um, it reminds me of like bands like Zebrahead, who did like took new metal and did like just dumb shit with it. And I just really like joke bands. I mean, Green Jello is one of my favorite, or Green Jelly is one of my favorite bands ever. Just be, and they're a hundred percent joke band. A uh, Goblin Cock again. It's a joke band, but, but and I, I like them because of that. It's, it's 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 just fun shit that's not very good, but it's. It's fun, so who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, speaking of joke songs, my third pick is Scotty Doesn't Know by Lustra. Uh, it's kind of in that same time period of like the the American Pie. This movie, this was from the movie Euro Trip. Um, and if anybody's seen the classic 2004 film Euro Trip, that's how the movie starts is him having a graduation party and finding out that his girl's been banging Scotty. Um, and it has like Kristen Krug from Smallville, um, who kind of looks like Mila Kunis, and it has Matt Damon with all the like tattoos and piercings, like punk rock Matt Damon. Um, and I don't know, this song was so funny back in junior high, but now it just kind of I feel for Scotty more than anything nowadays. Like, sure, dude, sure. what an asshole. And I think the song is funny because I kind of want to hear a sequel where the singer finds out that he's getting cheated on by this girl because at the end he kind of wants to tell Scotty cause you can tell he wants the girl for himself. So I would kind of like to hear a sequel where he is getting cheated on. He finally finds out like, I want to hear like a, a slow love ballad about how hurt he is that this girl did it to him. Cause it fucking serves his ass. Right. Gotta hit up luster on uh, uh, Twitter. Yeah. See if they'll do a, a sequel w- for you. I want to. I want to. Scotty does know, and gets revenge. Yeah, yeah. Scotty, Scotty got out. him back. Scotty found out. <laughs> Scotty gets revenge. Um, Kev, what do you think? Um, yeah, no. This was. Uh, this is a. Uh, it's a classic, and it's the first song of yours that I actually kind of like. So, um, and it, you know, it did remind me of Euro Trip, which is always Euro Trip was was one of my favorite movies for, for a hot second. I watched it all the time. Um, who didn't have male motherfucker as their <laughs> as their as their notification ringtone at some point? If you've seen this movie, I mean, I, I had it forever just because it made me laugh. It's it's the funniest joke in the movie. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's classic, mostly bad punk is what defines this playlist for me. Uh, so yeah, great pick. So this was the weirdest pick for you. Like you're going through all yours and this was the one that like, didn't, I felt like mesh with the other ones. This one, I actually like this song. So it wasn't one where I was like, ew, like why, why did you put this one on here? But Eurotrip just has such a great general album and this song on there, it's got like teenage dirt bag and a bunch of other stuff. Like it's, it's got such a good soundtrack, like American Pie just has a solid soundtrack. And I like the song a lot. I it's still trashy as hell. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's about a guy getting cheated on, so. About, it, it's a weird perspective being the guy, like, I don't I don't hear a lot of songs like that. Like, I'm the vessel of this girl cheating and all the <laughs> naughty things, the three-way call and she knows nothing, and he knows nothing. 
Like, fuck this guy. What are you making this song for, man? What, what are you doing? I think I have, like, a playlist with this one and then, like, a couple songs from Lit and, like, a bunch of other songs like that on my phone. It's just a bunch of, like, trashier pop songs or punk songs that are just in that perspective of just kind of, like, hating yourself and mm-hmm. doing stupid shit. And... Yeah. Uh, my third pick. Speaking of hating yourself. <laughs> yeah. Headstrong by Trapped. Uh... If there's a movie about MMA, you were required to play this during the redemption training monologue. There's no way, there's never been a movie about mixed martial arts where this song isn't on the soundtrack. It's I don't believe it. I think if it's part of the contract when you sign the rights to this movie. Um, nothing like simple power chords over what is maybe the easiest lead guitar of all time. Uh, again, if this was a joke and not for fake hardos, like I would like this because this would be a really funny, like, satire song if it, if that's what it was uh but i know who listens to trapped and i don't like them <laughs> it's just the people i don't like i can smell the soul patch yeah yeah and uh <laughs> as a man who has a soul patch yeah but i got a mustache too if you have just like <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about and i looked it up one of the guys from trapped has just the the just super the thick yeah I feel like you also have to wear like an Ed Hardy suit at the same time, like that, like the soul oh, patch, yeah. and like yeah. back off, I'll take you on. Like it's the <laughs> the most like fake hardo. Uh, it's so bad. And what's funnier, I think, is that Trapped has gone on to be like the most unlikable band on the internet. They've been canceled so many times. I'm pretty sure they're blocked from Twitter. Like they're not allowed to use Twitter. It's just so funny because I, they're still picking fights with people, and it's like, come on, man. You guys had one good song, and we shouldn't even let that get on the radio. This song reminds me of, there was a guy who used to listen to this song who had the Ed Hardy suit and the little soul patch, and one time he tried to fist fight my dad outside like a children's movie theater, and we had to like quickly escort my siblings away and take them home, and that's all this song reminds me of, is just this gross-ass guy just trying to fist fight people. It was, yeah, it's a garbage song. Yeah, yeah, that's I got to I mean, this song I have a very specific memory not specific to this song, but it's the kind of people that listen to this song. I was at um I was at a bar and it was just like us and like two other people and um as we were walking in there was an end of an MMA fight, go figure, and some <laughs> some dude who's got popcorn muscles was walking out and he saw me, he's like, "I want to arm wrestle you." And I'm like, "Nah, dude, I'm good. I'm just here for a drink." He's like, no, man, I'm more arm wrestling right now. I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't want to get in a fight with this guy. So I say, I go to, I like, I go down and I kind of half-heartedly arm wrestle this guy. Um, and he, I, you know, I didn't even try. So he won and he probably would have beat me anyway. He was stronger than me, but, um, he got up. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I beat the biggest guy in here. I'm like, all right, cool. Can you leave now? So I could just have a fucking beer. Like he's like, you did I didn't it. do anything. Yeah, good for you, dude. Go home and beat your wife and kick your dog. Kick your dog. Like, oh my goodness. Fuck that guy, dude. I hate that guy to this day because he ruined my night. Like, I j- had just walked into the bar and he was wearing, of course, he was wearing his bejeweled affliction tee. Just got done watching an MMA fight, and he just he needed to let go of that testosterone, I suppose. Did he have like the bedazzled like butt jeans too? Like, that's what I feel like. Like the buckle. Like you went there, you got uh, an afflicted t-shirt, and then you got like your bedazzled ass jeans for like guests or whatever it was. Like that seems like that would go together. Yeah, super super dark wash with like the faded front and oh, yeah. a little bit of rips. The, the white stitching. Mm. Yeah, 
I know everything about anyone. I know everything about someone if they tell me they listen to Trapped. I know. Ex- I don't need to know anything else. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Where are we at? I lost my place. I'm so mad. You know what? If we see that guy, we're going to tell him to back off because we'll take him on. Yeah, I'll head strong we'll to take, take on, on anyone. anyone. <laughs> uh, Zo, you're on your third pick. Uh, my third pick is Coming in Hot by Hollywood Undead. I finally have gotten to put a Hollywood Undead song on here. I was obsessed with them in like my junior high years. But, uh, I mean, everything... This song is embodied by the fact that he calls his penis his gentleman sword at one point in it. He does. It's Whoever let me listen to this when I was in fifth grade is... I don't know. But I I love Hollywood Undead. I love this trash era of Hollywood Undead where all it was was like fucking chicks and drinking excessively. And that's what I thought my adult life would be like. Would just be like one giant Hollywood Undead party. And it, it's it's been not that. It's been a swing and a miss there. But... I just, I really like this song. This was one of my favorite songs to like, it's one of my favorite pump up songs. You mean to tell me living in a small house out in the middle of nowhere with your husband and going thrifting is it, it's an Hollywood undead song? No, I don't think I've ever been fucked in like a Ford <laughs> Fiesta and someone sang about it. I don't think that's this song, but there's definitely a song in this album where they talk about that. And... Gotta give me a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I loved Hollywood Undead because it was like shock rock rap back in like junior high, and listening to it now it it hurts me. It feels like Bad Beastie Boys or something, but I don't know. It is what it is. It's still fun to hear them now because in small doses it's kind of funny, and I think they are going for like kind of the shock humor, but I don't know. I also think that they took themselves like this wasn't like intentionally funny. I also think it was like kind of serious. And that's kind of what makes it kind of, I don't know, like in hindsight, kind of lame is the fact that like, yeah, it was a shock factor. But I think unlike other shock factor songs, they were they took themselves seriously. And it they were like the precursor to like 303. And I hate 303. So I think that's why it's like bragging about how many chicks you're getting, but like trying to do it in this like kind of goofy and funny way it's like you're still being a douche even if you're being funny yeah yeah and uh, this is a the song that i was like zoe's i think is the only one that did this correctly um because this you i think you and i dill just wanted to be bad at men mad at bad music at least i did um but this, this is trash, but it's fun trash. Like it's, it, I wrote, it's like, uh, it's like a cartoon raccoon playing around in a dumpster. Like, sure, it's terrible, but it looks kind of fun. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like you watch an old Looney Tune, and it's just something like swan diving into like fucking old banana peels and shit. Um, yeah, it's the fake Nate dog in this song doesn't even really offend me, even though it's blasphemous because it's exactly what they were going for. Um, and it's frat level talent show rapping. There's no getting around it. It's it's not good. They're not talented. <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny and it's fun. Who cares? Any song with the the mention of a gentleman's sword is gonna make me happy. They also just had like the dumbest names. Like I was enough into them where like I, I knew I don't anymore, but like I knew all the names of like the people that sang in it. And one of them's name instead of Charlie Sheen was Charlie Scene. And it was a bunch of just other just like stupid stuff. You're like, this is Is this the one where he says he's his dick does all his thinking? Or is that a different? That's, a, that, that's everywhere I go by Hollywood Undead. Okay, sorry. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's all stupid. I'm really degrading. But lovable. I'm really degrading myself yeah. here, being like, no, it's not. It's not that Hollywood Undead <laughs> song. It's a different Hollywood Undead song. 
Um, so to get into my fourth pick, uh, Celebrity Skin by Hole. Um, it's probably my most objectively best song on the playlist, on at, at least in my picks. Um, and there were some worse Hole songs that I really wanted, but I think Courtney Love herself is just trashy enough to like carry weight. Like, oh, I, yeah, you picked a Courtney Love band song, so obviously it's just trashy. Um, but yeah, I really like this song. I hate most of her entire discography, and I hate her band, but I liked this song. So, yeah, I think your note about Courtney Love is spot on. I mean, she's the queen of trash. I mean, there was a female band named female led band named Garbage, and Courtney Love still is more garbage than Garbage is. <laughs> uh, garbage is actually pretty good. Now that I think about it, um, I actually kind of like this song. Like that, oh, that, it's iconic. Like it, it's iconic to the grunge era. That that opening, that da, 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 like you know what that is. Like it's whole and it's it's. It's it's synonymous with the early '90s, um, but yeah, fuck Courtney Love and the trash possum she wrote in on. I fucking hate her. I hate her guts. I surprisingly have like really nothing. To, I have no memories with the song at all. Like I think I was too young when it came out, so I don't. I don't really even know much about this song at all, or Courtney Love or anything. I think that was prior to me, so I don't have the same memories with that as you guys, or strong feelings about Courtney Love as you guys do. I think it's just. Everything with the Kurt Cobain, and that really is a catalyst for every, all the other hate. And a lot of her songs yeah. are like, "God, do you even like women?" Like she is very mean to other women in her songs, and it was making me kind of mad. So I think that that's well dude. on the, the trash playlist, though, is kind of being a dick to you. Like I think all of these songs are kind of degrading on women in their own way, so that it fits well. Yeah, yeah, it fits. Yeah, it fits. Yeah, I mean, to this day, like. Kurt Cobain's, I think, no, Courtney Love's lawyer is still trying to prove that she murdered Kurt Cobain. Like, he doesn't believe anything about what she says. So, um, I it's, I mean, it, the guy's been fighting this for almost 30 years. So, it's, it's there's got to be something there. I mean, there, there's smoke, there's fire, right? So, I mean, I don't know if she pulled the trigger, but she certainly didn't help. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, before I go on a diatribe about how I hate Courtney Love, um, my fourth song, Addicted by Saving Abel. Uh, Saving Abel were, were late to the butt rock game, I, if I remember correctly. They came out like 2007, 2008, I think. I don't really know. Yeah, this album was 2007. Uh, yeah, so late to the game. Um, people were realizing it was bad by this point. You know, it's... And, and like, who... Like, it, again, this is like... They were really trying to force the, like sexy bad boy thing but who goes down on someone between the sheets it's too fucking hot <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna throw that shit off it's just like it's just like hey this sounds sexy so let's put it in a song um i just imagine uh, so here's what i wrote i imagine incels watching pickup artist videos in their hotel room pounding mark's hard lemonade and stepping into their furry convention full of confidence while this song plays over the jbl the jbl they are certainly carrying that's, I mean, that's what it is. It's for incels. That's what the song is for. Um, and Saving Abel is the most Wilmington band I could, I could possibly think of. <laughs> it's just, it's just bad, trashy, bad rock. Isn't butt rock as a whole just like for the incels? Like, I feel like nothing about that. Everything's like women are for me and me alone. My wife wronged me. Like, that's what butt rock seems like to me as a whole. Is it's like it's, and maybe that's why it's making a comeback. I feel like the incel thing is making a really hard comeback on the internet right now, and it's, it's concerning. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I mean, it's it's all about 
machismo and fucking you know, women are beneath me. So they're my they're my playthings. That's exactly what bot rock is. Yeah, I I don't like this song because it has like a weird tempo, and mm-hmm. it like tries to be kind of love ballady, and then it like tries to kick up like the ding 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 ding, ding and it's like come on man this, this is just poopy 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 yeah. um i don't remember any other song by saving abel i get this song and bad girlfriend by theory of a dead man mixed up and both of them just kind of seem like what you would read on like wattpad um <laughs> just because like it's like there, there's no way this actually happened this is what what you would want to happen if you you like maybe it's like I, here's what i want for a music video and this would make the song a lot better if you're like at a bar and you see a hot girl dancing and she's kind of trashing, she's dancing and you like picture how this whole night would end with her and like you kind of snap back and like it's been like three minutes and you've just been watching her dance and then the song ends. Like that would be perfect because there's no way this actually happened. But if it's like what he would picture happening if he had a chance with this girl, that would make it a lot better of a song, I think. Yeah, it's like strip club reddit feed like it's the shy yes. guy in the corner and he he made a reddit feed and this is what everyone would want to happen <laughs> yeah right yeah but the, the r, r slash this definitely happened <laughs> yes yes i'll take uh f- 500 for this never happened <laughs> I, w- I would read the shit out of that reddit feed though yeah picking oh, up yeah. hot trashy women at the bar but for guys who actually couldn't <laughs> <laughs> What you got for your fourth pick, though? I have a Dirty Love by Kesha featuring Iggy Pop. I had to put Kesha on here at some point. Kesha's the whole reason why I even wanted to do this last year. Um, you guys already included the song from last year, though, that I really wanted to include. But I really like this song, too. Um, there's, like, a whole portion with Iggy Pop where he talks about how, like, cockroaches have sex and, like, Rick Santorum fucks in, like, a V-neck sweater and pornos. I don't know. There's like a whole segment by him just about everyone fucking. And that, that portion of the song is the reason why I picked it. It's just, you know, it's it's about trashy people having sex. That's the whole point of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fun fact about Rick Santorum. Um, when he was running, I don't know, what, two elections ago. Um, if you go to, if you look up Rick, if you look up Santorum on Urban Dictionary, it's like the the discharge it's the the discharge from anal sex like gay anal sex (laughs) yeah because he was so anti like lgbtq like they they changed his last name to mean the the hot hot discharge from gay anal sex (laughs) it's great it's great it's it's one of the funniest internet trolls i've seen in a while um but yeah no uh kesha and pop are both trash icons um the spoken word in the beginning is so fucking uncomfortable it reminds me of like a young girl who's being forced to do poolside karaoke with her like weird drunk uncle at like a family reunion (laughs) it's like no go up there honey uncle iggy really wants to sing with you and she's like yeah yeah (laughs) um the song itself is is cool for kesha's part it's just like basic postmodern 80s pop um which is cool um the iggy pop section is is really uncomfortable though and that makes it perfect for this playlist i just can see his gross like leather body in the way that he sings like i could just see his weird nipples <laughs> that's all i could think about during his verse it's just his <laughs> gross fucking saggy but somehow emaciated nipples um 
it's it's vomitous. It really is. It, it, um, but it's fun and it's trashy and it's a bit gross. It's perfect. Yeah, there's there's no trash playlist without Kesha, and I'm always gonna be a fan of Kesha because she always makes me feel like, from the moment I heard her say "waking up, um, feeling like P Diddy," I've felt like I had emotional connection with Kesha or spiritual connection, and she gets away with saying a lot of crazy shit, and I kind of love her for it. Like that first Kesha album, what what was that song we were talking about earlier? That's super inappropriate now. Oh, grow a pair. Yes. Oh man, it's so bad. And she's she's an icon, and I love the uh, transformation she's made. But it's always fun to listen back on songs like this, and you're like, yeah, we we were down in the thick of it, weren't we, Kesha and Iggy Pop? I remember her being on the cover of like a Seventeen magazine, and like. I was like, Mom, she's really cool. My mom's like, you were absolutely not allowed to be like Kesha. And then that like ingrained in me that I must now be trashy as I an adult. Must. <laughs> um, you ready for my fifth pick? Um, Animals by Nickelback. And I'm going to use a little uh, internet uh, lingo real quick. It's the unnecessary graphic sex song for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I love hate this song so much and I can't decide which one I feel more. But I remember hearing this in like eighth grade and being like, dang, sex is crazy, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> before I really understood it, I was like, dang, this shit's crazy. Um, this is another one of those songs that like feels like it's like um I'll take this for this never happened, sir. Um risque unnecessarily sexy and so fucking fake hard rock that it's so comical. And I think that's why people like Nickelback is because it's so fucking corny, but I think they tried, they were trying to be rock. And that's where my frustration is, is like, they're so damn popular and people are like, ah, it's just Nickelback. Like they are making hundreds of millions of dollars for being the corniest fucking band ever. And this song is like the pinnacle of like trying to be hard rock and like in your face. Your dad would be pissed if he could see the parts of you I've been <laughs> yeah. kissing. Like, what? this is so unnecessary. And how old was he when he was singing this? It made it sound like he was like in high school. Now, Chad Kroger's been 53 years old his entire life. <laughs> Even if he's in his mid 20s, he's probably hanging out with like a 16 year old and writing the song about her. All of it just feels like super inappropriate, but uh-huh. that that all that being said, the chorus is still like you want to sing along to it. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, you no, you fuck, do. No, sure don't. Um, yeah, I knew someone would pick Nickelback this week, um, and this was the right choice. Uh, if you're going to pick a Nickelback trashy song, uh, I think Nickelback is maybe the worst thing to happen to rock in the history of rock music. They they they're a scourge on the art form uh yeah the song is trash i mean it's nickelback is a group of just dweeb incels at a mall that wear affliction tees wear curve have too much hair gel and think it's cool um and the thinking about chad kroger fucking makes me physically ill i don't like i don't want to think about it he's got a weird stupid face I can't imagine that on top of somebody. It's a stupid face. It's the stupidest (laughs) fucking face I've ever fucking seen. I hate that guy. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's fine, but I hate him. I don't ever want to meet him. 
I will, I will say that to his face. I will say, Mr. Kroger, the fact, the thought of you having sex makes me want to puke. I'll be like, and Mr. Kroger, back off. I'll take you on. Headstrong, I'll <laughs> yeah. take on anyone. But guys, he just got his license back. Yeah. I, I, that's my favorite lyric. Anything that involves like a misdemeanor or being like, I was a bad boy, but now I'm good. It's like, yeah. that's any stupid song. What was the line in the Sonny Ledford song that you really liked? Uh, he's somehow being a, a he's not gotten any he's like I've not don't get in a lot of trouble but I, I have a few misdemeanors like <laughs> okay I I bet all of those are like for what's a couple of domestic domestic disturbances you know yeah excessive noise I mean I I have to mention that the drums on this track too they sound like they were recorded on a Hello Kitty drum kit <laughs> like they they're they sound so plastic and so bad. They're fucking miserable. It's the worst drum track I've ever heard. It's it sucks, dude. Everything about this song sucks. What about the little where they let the bass shine after the chorus and he's like, "We back down the bass." It's like no, the bass you. is like trying to go hard. Oh man, it, it's comical. Yeah, it's comical, but it's bad. It's it's not it's not good bad. It's bad bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's trash. I want to like crush a twisted tea and then like smash it on my head when I hear this song. Like that's that's yeah. how I feel. Right. This this uh, off red, white, and blue can. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Number five for me, so I can stop talking about Chad Kroger's dumb face. <laughs> um, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Um, and look, when Three Doors Down hit the scene, I thought rock was on the way his way back. I mean, they were they were one of the first real butt rock bands I can remember. Um, and my dad and his friends love this song and they, they grew up with the best rock of all time. So I thought I was like, ah, oh, surely they know what good rock is. Um, but it turns out old age dulled their rock souls because this song is laughable. Um, the riff in the chorus is, I can't imagine playing a simpler riff. It's, 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 I, this was done by a professional band that made millions of dollars from this song and it's terrible. It's it's like something who just learned how to play a like really learned how to finger a power chord, which is the easiest chord you can learn how to play, and they just played it over and over again. Like you know, what it's it re- a thirteen. It reminds it's a thirteen me year old kid. Yeah, when when you get Guitar Hero for the first time and it's on easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the first it's, time it's, I heard this song. It's like on Rock Band or Guitar Hero. This song it's pathetically simple. Like it's middle band, middle school garage band level. Thanks, Load. This is your child. This is this is I, I made I made fun of this song last week when we were talking about Load, and it's a direct descendant of that that era of Metallica. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun that we had Nickelback and then Three Doors Down like in succession, <laughs> because uh, probably the two most embarrassing bands of our generation, back to back. It's just so bad, and I don't know. Let me let me think about what I, I'm going to say next. So you go ahead. I like this song always comes up as like a recommended song when I build playlists. And I, I want to like it so badly because Spotify wants me to like it. But I just I don't. It's this one and Scotty doesn't know always pop up in my feed. And I always pick that one over this one as like being in a similar kind of vibe as it kind of meshes into the punk kind of thing a little bit. But I don't know. I just I can't I can't get into the song ever. This song's been on the radio too since it came out. You can't avoid this song. It was playing at Kroger when we were at Kroger an hour ago. It's incredible. It, it, 
Um, I mean, I'm sure that doesn't that you don't like that. You don't like that chorus. You don't like that dynamic guitar. And calling it dynamic is so offensive. (laughs) (laughs) It really changes the word dynamic for all of us. Um, Let's get into Zoe's fifth pick, Stroke Me by Mickey Avalon. Thank you for introducing it for me. Sorry. What's what's your song name? (laughs) No, you're good. Okay. Stroke Me by Mickey Avalon. As the only person here who's actually, I think, drinking while doing this, I, I'm feeling the, the lag. Um, but, uh, yeah, you forced me. You're like, get on my ass about not picking a fifth song, and I put it away at the bottom. But uh, this song, I don't know. This song is so disgusting, but it's got such a good, like, little like a guitar riff in it. Like, everything about it, I just, I don't know. It makes me want to, like, thrust my hips. And I like jamming to the song in the car. This is probably my fav- current favorite car song it's really a reminder that we almost missed like a huge part of what would be great trashy music and that's 80s hair metal um yeah and that's i listened to this and i was like this is almost a palate cleanser the last pick we get at the last minute it makes me feel good again because listening to nickelback and uh three doors down really put a taste in your mouth and even your saving able pick i was like i just like feel myself getting more and more angry and then I hear this song, and it's like, it's, yeah. You did such a good job with your picks, though, because me and Kevin just made each other angry with our picks, and yours were like, oh, these are like lovable. I've been curating multiple trash playlists for like almost a year now, so it wasn't that hard for me to find them. I just had to kind of go through like my my four ones. I think one's called like chugging a jar of baked beans or something. It's ridiculous shit. That this one's always on all of them. And it's mostly also 80s hair metal, so mm-hmm. that that fits there yeah. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. This is a remake of the 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 classic. I think it's six. Did the original? I could be wrong about that. Um, and you know that the, I talked about it right before the show. I really love that guitar riff leading into the um, chorus. It's just it's a really cool. It's simple, but it's not. <laughs> pathetically simple like three doors down um yeah it's it's it, it, i didn't listen to the whole song because i didn't i didn't realize it had been added <laughs> so um but yeah no i i love the original song the new one is just updated it's got it's a little bit more modern um it takes out like the the choppy lyric structure and adds more of a flow to it yeah it's it's from what i listened to it fits the list perfectly from the the few lyrics that i was able to read in the 30 seconds before we started recording. This one, I think, is a little more hair metal-y than the original one. I think this one has a little bit more, like, drum to it. And it's just, it's got a little bit, like, I don't know, a little extra flair to it than the original that makes me like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go, guys. The Trash Playlist Part 2. Uh, how you feel, Kev? Good. Are we doing songs of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. You got one? All right. I'll well, get one. Kev's got his pulled up, so... He can go first. So, yeah, mine is a Hoobastank remix. Holy shit. Why did that turn on my... Okay, apparently Google activates when you say Hoobastank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a Hoobastank cover of The Reason by the second level. It's like a weird, slow techno remix. It sucks. It sucks so bad. But I didn't put Hoobastank in the main playlist, and I saw this was just released this year, and I said... It's a serendipity. How could I not put the reason by Hoobastank on here in some capacity? 
and why not do a brand new remix of it that also sucks just as bad as the original song <laughs> so yeah i i listened to it and i was like oh god this would have fit on our playlist perfectly mm-hmm. um a podcast i listened to reminiscent has done like a few hoobastank music videos because i guess all the music videos are connected and the last hoobastank music video was open-ended so they started a petition on change.org to finish out the hoobastank the hoobaverse uh (laughs) it's very comical um but it's hard to hear hoobastank without thinking you're like at an outlet mall or something it feels like a song you'd hear in the bathroom while you're at the outlet mall it makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the it's the worst band name of all time. Too. Yes, Hoobastank is a bad band name. What you got for your song of the show? Uh, my song of the show is "Art Ho" by Call Me Charisma. It's just a super indie pop song. It kind of reminds me of a song that could come out like ten years ago. It's kind of in that era of indie pop. Um, I just it's catchy and I really like it. It's, I've been listening to it a lot lately. That's all I got. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have mine picked, guys. I'm so sorry. You know what I'm going to do? Nothing says love like hydration by OSO OSO. It's about being hungover and your girl gets you Gatorade. And uh, it's like the most loving thing you can do is make sure your partner stays hydrated. It's like a super short song. So um, nothing says love like hydration. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's talk about what we're doing next week. Cause we haven't really ironed it out. Who wants to go first on pick? We're going to do albums, um, for the month of June. So, Oh, are you cool uh, with that? Yeah, no, I had forgotten. We talked about that. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to um, go first or you want me to? It doesn't matter to me. I mean, we can just go back and see who did the last album and then go after that. Actually you go first. Cause I have an idea for what I want to do and it's, okay. I might have to go two weeks in a row. <laughs> no is it a fucking it's a double album it's a double album that i want to do no and we can Dylan, split it in half. This we, it's 10 songs and 10 songs all right all right That's yeah i'll I, figure something out okay so we're doing summer albums right right yeah and i really need to like mentally purge this band out of my head and i think the only way to do it is to cover them so that usually okay, helps well I'm concerned I'm about I'm concerned about what band this is because I feel like there's been a couple yeah. that you've just been playing a lot. I yeah, this is for me personally. So. I have my theories. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about it on social media too. We'll get on Twitter and let people know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna pick. I mean, I haven't really given it a thought. It might be a Sublime album because Sublime was the song, the trash soundtrack to my summer for most a lot of my life. So. Hell we yeah. might do 40 ounces to freedom because that's my favorite sublime album yeah but you know no no uh, no promises yeah we'll iron it out and we'll uh we'll let you guys know on the internet um at off the beaten clef on instagram twitter is at off cliff our gmail is off the beaten clef at gmail.com zoe thank you so much for coming on of course anytime yeah. always a pleasure all right uh we'll see you guys next week bye